Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket out. Welcome back to that same old place that you laughed about. Well, the names have all changed since you hung around. But those dreams have remained and they've turned around. Who'd have thought they'd lead ya? Who'd have thought they'd lead ya? Friday night edition of Sports Urban Legend, along with my co-host, Macaulay Matthew. I'm, of course, William Mamo. What's up, Mac? What's going on? Hey, man. How's it going? Not much, man. Just uh, happy to chill with you on uh, Friday night. Yeah. It's a uh, human Friday night as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, good thing is, uh, you know, both of our New York teams are heating up you know, um, in the standing. So we're, we're going to get it. We're going to dive right into that. Um, talk about, uh, unfortunately, the, the Rangers losing, getting eliminated by the the Tampa Bay Lightning on Saturday night. Um, also talk about, um, you know, um, the NBA Finals with the, the Warriors um, knocking off the Celtics. And uh, stuff that's going on in WWE and AEW and anything else that's uh, important in the world of sports and entertainment. But most importantly, uh, you know, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, and, of course, the number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So, Feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. Uh, we'd love to hear you, and you have the open invitation to, uh, you know, have your voices heard. So feel free to give us a call. 
But with that said, uh, yeah, let's yeah let's tip off with um, with the NBA Finals uh, finally ending, and uh, of course we have a new champion, but a familiar one, and of course uh, the the Warriors they are back they're back on top. I think this was if my memory serves me right, this was their sixth time uh, out of the the past eight years in the finals and this is their fourth uh championship to show for it. So you know, we we re entered the era of the the Warrior Curry era, you know. And like um Draymond Green said after the game, welcome back to the Warriors invitational. And um yeah man the 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 series looked kind of scary for the Warriors, you know, earlier on. But the Warriors, you know, they got back uh, to their winning ways. The Celtics was dominating them physically, and I gotta admit, I thought the Celtics was gonna win this series. Uh, but you know, the Celtic, the um, the Warriors, man, they they did what they did um, best, and um, Curry, man, he just he put on a show. You know, scoring scoring points. Um, was it the the was it last Friday when he scored like what forty three points to to um you know I think to tie the series I think at, at that point. Um, and then he and then I think um what was it yesterday last night? You know um, Curry he scored thirty four points and had uh, seven assists and seven rebounds. Uh, with a near triple double. Uh so you know, props to Curry and the the um the Warriors coming out on top, winning game six and thus winning the NBA finals. They they won uh Thursday night by the final score of one oh three to ninety and they they held uh, the Celtics in check. Uh Jalen Brown looked like the only dude uh on the um you know, on the the Celtics actually had a, you know, uh, you know, a, a good scoring performance. Uh, you know, they held uh, Tatum to 13 points. Uh, Har- Harford had a, a double double with 19 points and 14 rebounds, and you know that's basically it of note. And the 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 Warriors uh, manhandled them, especially in 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 Boston of all places. So. Props to the, you know, to the to the Warriors. I mean, uh, I going into the series, I wanted the Celtics to win. You know, the Celtics throughout this uh, postseason, they play. I think they play the tougher teams. You know, they have to go through a Nets team that was talented, that had a talented roster. They beat them. Then in the next round. They beat the defending champs, Milwaukee Bucks. And then the round after that, they beat the tough Miami Heat. And then they have to face this Golden State Warrior team. And I feel like the Celtics didn't show up in this series for some reason. Mm-hmm. You know, they throughout the Eastern Conference playoffs, you know, they were playing competitive basketball. And even when they were down, they would come back. But in this series, it, it was a different story. It was like they really didn't have a chance. You know, I mean, after Curry went off for like 40 plus points in that game, um, was it game four, I believe? 
I mean, uh, yeah. When he scored the 43 points? And that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when he went mm-hmm. off, I mean, after that, Celtics didn't have a chance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then they lost game five, and now they're closed out in uh, game six. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, Celtics, uh, I mean, they still had a good season, so they have something to look forward to next year. But uh, it was a disappointing finals for them, especially Tatum, who only scored like 12 points or something like that in that game six. Yeah, um, was, yeah, 13. But, yeah, same thing. Yeah, so, uh, but got to give it to Golden State Warriors. You know, their fourth mm-hmm. championship in seven years, seven or eight years. And Steph Curry gets his elusive NBA Finals MVP. And I'm surprised that that was his first NBA Finals MVP. I thought he had yeah. one already. I but, thought so, too. But, yeah, apparently uh, this was his first. But you know oh, they what? They probably gave it to Durant those the um the other probably the other two times probably. Yeah, the first time it probably went to Clay or someone else, I guess. But um, probably. Um, thought the MVP of this finals was Andrew Wiggins. I mean, this guy was crashing the boards. He was, you know, going after loose balls, playing good defense, making key mm-hmm. plays. I mean, this guy should have got the the. I mean, no disrespect to, to Steph Curry, you know how great he is. He's a mm-hmm. Hall of Famer, but Wiggins, man, was making some plays out there that you know, some life saving plays, Charles Oakley plays out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I I thought he was, I thought he should have gotten MVP, you know. But at the end of the day, you know, Curry, uh, you know, he's their best player, and he did score forty plus points in that game four and, you know, hit some clutch shots. So he, he deserves it. But I thought uh, Wiggins, you know, he, he was uh, – without him in the series, I think the series would have been much closer than it was. But uh, congrats to the Golden State Warriors. You know, they're uh, – I guess you could say they're the team of the – I guess, you can't say decade, right, because this decade yeah. just started. But, exactly. Um, they're, the modern they're, era. They're they're a dynasty. Mm-hmm. They're they're a um, dynasty. They're a dynasty for sure. So congrats to them. Yeah, man, they they definitely uh, deserve it. You know, yeah, I thought a long way. I mean, uh, just a couple years ago, they were struggling. They had mm-hmm. injuries, and you know, they were to Clay Thompson. Yeah, they they are uh, in the standings. They were not their record was not good, and they've come all the way back to this point and won the championship again. And they have a mix of veterans and young players, so you know they're gonna be around for for a while. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if they win it again next year. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. I think Nick Wright. Uh, he 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 was saying, uh, uh, I think earlier this year that uh, you know it was a bad bad move for them to get uh, you know Wiggins because he, he was making you know ninety five million dollars, you know you know, towards you know, throughout his contract. But um yeah, that that core isn't looking good now because uh We're against Wiggins was de- Yeah, he was definitely a huge part of them uh you know, bringing the title back to Golden State. Oh yeah, definitely, for sure. Well, yeah, um yeah, I thought yeah, when the the Celtics was up uh 2-1, I thought I thought it was it was like reminiscent of I thought the Celtics was gonna be the next bad boys, you know, like and the um 
you know, Curry's team, the Warriors, would have been like, you know, the Bulls before, you know, they finally knocked, you know, Jordan. I mean, I, I mean, before they finally knocked off, you know, Isaiah Thomas and, you know, the, 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 the Detroit Pistons. You know, because if you remember uh, from 88 to, what, 90 to 90, uh, the, Pist- the Pistons kept knocking off the, the Bulls, you know, because of their physicality, you know, most notably the Jordan rules. Every time Jordan had a chance to score, they just knocked them down. Like, you know, like they didn't care about ending his career, man. Like they really, they really wanted to, they really outmuscled them to the point that Jordan had to force his team and himself to bulk up. And that's how they were able to finally overtake them in, uh, you know, 91 and then the rest is history. So I thought this would have been like 1990 for the, for the Warriors. The Warriors would have gotten knocked out. And then the following year, they would have bulked up a bit and, and oversook them. But it's like they, they, they sped up the process, you know, when they overtook, they overtook the Celtics. And now Warriors are back on top uh, yet again. Yeah, I mean that's tough to say because I mean Warriors they won the championship before, so uh yeah, it's not like they're bums, you know. No, I know that. But the Celtics team was was really was really dominating them that the, those first couple of games before, you know, uh Curry woke up with that 44 what point performance and and changed the whole momentum of that whole series, you know, by evening up and then you know, they just ran away with it right after that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the thing about the Warriors is you can't keep them down for long. They have mm-hmm. too, they have too many good players and too good shoot, too many good shooters on that team. Oh yeah, so, especially Curry, man. At Game Four, they were knocking him down, and he was still making the shots. It was like yeah, we, we were at a bar watching it. Yeah, right. Yeah, like he there was like five or six, five or six shots that he made falling down, and he still made the, he still made the shot. Yep. It was like yep. unreal. It was just uh, uh, unbelievable. And, uh, yeah, he could not be stopped. You know, um, what Kai Frazier said, you know, like when someone's on a scoring barrage, he, he said that guy looked like a man possessed. I, mm-hmm. I differ. He looked like a man blessed because everything he made was like a, he was making miraculous shots left and right. Like, he, they, man, they, they just couldn't stop him. Yeah, Curry, Curry is uh, – he is the – you can say he's the greatest shooter ever. At this oh point. yeah, hands hands down, best pure shooter. Like he, like he overtook you know Reggie Miller or or um, Ray Allen as that man. Yeah. Like he just he's scary, and you know it's just I hate to 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 think about it, but yeah, man, like man, if only we could have had that, we could have had that pick just before them, but. We never had the chance, so at least at least the bright side, at least the Knicks didn't have didn't blow a pick, make a bad decision and and pass on him, and so yeah, it never happened. Knicks Knicks never had a chance to to get him because they were one pick away. So even if, even if we had gotten him, I mean, we, would we have even surrounded him with the players? I mean, that's, knowing that's the Knicks. A good point. I mean, that's a good, I mean that's a good point. Good point. I mean, at least I mean, the Golden State, he has the play. He has the plays that you know, tons of plays to surround him and uh, to help him win the championship. I don't. Knicks, I don't know if they would have. And the Knicks, they've been trying, but yeah, they haven't built a good enough roster to win the championship. 
that's a that's a fair enough point. I mean, I can't give this next team a benefit of the doubt. Like, if they would have struck struck it, you know, rich with him, if they would if they would have actually be able, to, if they would actually make the right decisions to do it. I mean, they would be in a much better position to lure people to come. That's for sure. But at the end of the day, you, you we just we just don't know, you know, or if we do know, it's not going to be a positive thing because. Lord knows Knicks have been on this, this championship drought, which is, uh, you know, most likely going to be at least 50 years from now because we're entering the, the what, the 50th anniversary coming up uh, next season or this upcoming season. And, um, you know, this was the 75th uh, year of the league, which is also the 75th year of the, the Knicks also because Knicks is the oldest team in NBA. But, um, you know, well, I mean, Thursday night is this draft night. And, you know, there's, there's conflicting rumors. Maybe they might trade up to four, with, with the Kings, get, get the fourth pick and, and uh, draft Ivy. You know, this guard that they, they feel like he would change the trajectory of the Knicks if they got him. But, unfortunately, Knicks have the 11th pick. And, you know, there's just so many different rumors of who they're going to trade are they going to trade Randall? Are they going to trade Toppin and quickly and all? I mean, there's all these different rumors, uh, but I guess we'll find out Thursday night if they'll be able to um, acquire anybody, you know, of importance. Um, yeah, I think, but yeah, number one, number one pick, people are expecting it to be Johnny Davis. Um, and, you know, hopefully we'll see if Knicks can at least um trade you know get them get themselves get themselves up you know to to move up somehow but you know we'll we'll believe when we see it uh there's also a center in the um in the league uh, i mean duran you know um he's a prototypical center Knicks might be interested in him you know especially with uh Mitchell Robinson most likely leaving. Uh, though one one uh, a team that was um, heavily pursuing him uh, potentially was uh, the Mavericks, but they they acquired uh, Christian Wood, um, you know, in the trade. So that knocks him out of of that um, of them pursuing him. And then of course, you know, Knicks are are, are trying to get Rick Bronson's son, Jalen Bronson, but. Uh, the Max, the the Mavs said that they were they were going to do everything in their power to resign them. So, you know, this is another thing that another thing that prevents the Knicks from you know, you know, improving is this super max deal. You know, it it's not it you know it's not in the players' best interest to to go someplace else. You know, even though it's a bright light city, you know, they're going to get paid more to stay you know, where they act and, you know, maybe force a sign-in trade. And then, you know, that, I mean, that's another reason Knicks, Knicks is um, where they at. So we'll see if things change Thursday night, the draft. Um, yeah, anything you'd like to say about this uh, NBA draft, save the Knicks or anything NBA uh, Well, we'll see how the Knicks, how the Knicks fare in this upcoming draft. I mean, I don't have any big expectations right now, but I hopefully, hopefully they can get someone good. 
uh, hopefully they can get a point guard. That's what we're needed and need, desperately needing right now. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they they desperately need a point guard. They they can't they can't play around. Like they they just they gotta they gotta finally man up and and get a point guard. Yeah. Address this this seemingly franchise long drought of of a point guard. So we'll we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, shifting gears, uh, with the Rangers, uh, you know, the Rangers, they had a great run. They had a, you know, a young, young, gritty team, but, uh, you know, unfortunate, unfortunately their Cinderella story, you know, ended on Saturday night, you know, um, against the two-time defending, uh, champions, world champion, uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. Uh, you know, they, they were up 2-0. And, uh, you know, like I thought, the turn of the, the series the series was uh, game three. They were up 2-0. 2-0 in the series, 2-0 in, in the game. And then they allowed three unanswered goals, including a lot of a lot of the games they lost, they, they've given up crucial, uh, decisive uh, game-winning uh, goals, you know, you know, um, you know, which basically, you know, killed them, you know. And, um, yeah, they also had a final score of 2-1. to one, And, um, you know, now the Rangers have to try to have some key signings and try to, um, you know, bounce back, you know, um, no, well, they had a great season. You know, you got to tip your cap. You know, they beat the Penguins and they beat the uh, um, the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes. They almost beat the Lightning, but mm-hmm. they fell short. So uh, you have a lot of things to look forward to next year. Mhm. A young, a young, great little team. Yep. Um. Taro Fatalano, uh, he he he, you know he scored the the only goal for the the Rangers that game, and um, we'll 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 see, you know we'll see what happens. And uh, on uh, Shesterkin, you know he had another great performance. Um, you know he he uh, made twenty nine of his thirty one, uh, you know save attempts. Uh, but unfortunately, allowed the two two uh, crucial goals, and the 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 Tampa Bay Lightning were able to win the series in in Game Six. And uh, Tampa Bay currently, as of right now, they lose they lost Game One um, to the Avalanche. Um, they lost the first game Wednesday night, final score of four to three. Uh, they're looking to even up the series tomorrow night, and um, and then you know game three, they they're gonna host game three and four, which they're hoping they're hoping they could um, you know um, win, you know have a a three one lead at, at the end of game four, but um, you know we'll see. We'll see if Avalanche can 
uh, maintain a home field advantage as, uh, you know, they host the Lightning uh, tomorrow night. So, yeah, we'll keep you posted on series turnout. And, um, yeah, shifting gears, uh, the New York Mets, man, they've been uh, playing well. Uh, They won earlier tonight, uh, highlighted by a a seven-run six innings. Uh, I think they scored, what, six six runs with two outs, highlighted by uh, Pete Alonso hitting his second career grand slam. Um, Lindor, he let off the game with with a three-run home run in his first game uh, that his mom witnessed. His mom um, saw him. She surprised him, uh, you know, showing up to the ballpark. This was her first game witnessing him as a New York Met. And, uh, you know, he put on a show. He had a grand slam. He had some sparkling plays on the field. And, um, you know, most importantly, the Mets, uh, they win their first game against the Marlins. Believe it or not, June June 17 is their first game against the Marlins. Uh, you know, at City Field. Like, I mean, what kind of schedule are they doing here? But um, yeah, the Mets. You know, the the Marlins are an improved team. They got two great starters in Alcantara and Lopez, who who um you know who suffered the loss uh, today. And then you got Carrasco. Um, you know he, um, yeah, he pitched well, plus innings. Uh, maybe struck out seven, I think. Um, yeah, Carrasco, he's been healthy. He improves to eight and one. Uh, Bassett, he he won the, I think the previous game before that. Uh, no, actually two games before that. Um, with his first uh, good start in a, in like what five or six. Starts. Yeah, I think he he suspected like maybe he might have been tipping his pitches or so, and yeah, he he went on to his worst start. But uh, fortunately for the Mets, um, you know Bassett was able to turn it around in the previous uh, Brewer series. Um, Scherzer and Degrom are expected to come back, um, hopefully soon. Scherzer looks like he should be back maybe in two weeks or so. Um, the Grom, you know, it's still up in the air when he's coming back. Uh, Tyler McGill, unfortunately, he joined, he rejoins them on the IL again. He, he, um, he tore something, uh, yesterday. Um, so he's going to be out for like a month at least. Um, but all in all, uh, you know, the Mets, you know, they're winning games. Um, yeah, they're, they're winning games. And even though there's people out, Escobar didn't even play Friday night and Thursday uh, because he was uh, he wasn't feeling well. But he was at the ballpark, uh, and he's expected to um, tomorrow. And uh, in the, the Mets minor league system, they have uh, Francisco Alvarez, who is just torching it. Like he he has like double digit home runs. Guys like twenty twenty years old, four years younger than all the other players in what double A. And uh, you know his his um his debut could be imminent. 
uh, most likely maybe a September call-up, but, but by next year for sure. You know, as he works on his uh, defense, you know, he should be able – he should uh, make his med debut in the future. Mets have been playing real well. Uh, they, I mean, the Braves have been sneaking up. They've been playing well as also. Oh, like, yeah. Nine of their last ten, it looks like. So, uh, Braves are starting to come back. Yeah. Creeping funny, up on you guys. Oh, yeah. But funny thing is, they had their 13-game uh, winning streak snapped by the Cubs, who, who snapped their 10-game losing streak. Mm. <laughs> something, had, something had to give. And uh, the Cubs won by the most narrowest margin in history. He, they beat the, the Braves one nothing. But Braves have won 13 in a row? Yeah, Braves won 13 in a row. Oh, wow. I didn't yeah, know it was no. that many. Yeah, and I think Philly has just had their nine-game winning streak snapped. Uh, what was it, yesterday? Or... So, yeah, the the teams are breathing down on the, you know, on the Mets' neck. As expected, I, I thought the those teams that came back towards the end of like September make it close, but yeah, these guys are really they're in it. I mean, the Braves we hardly played the Braves. The Braves and the Marlins are the two teams we we rarely played this season. Yeah, we're we're practically almost done with the Marlins and the Nationals. Um, but yeah, most importantly, um, you got Lindor and Alonso. Two guys who are on the top of uh, the National League in, in RBIs. Yeah, Pete Alonso. I think he's he he has the lead with 19 and and what 53 RBIs. Um, yeah, man. And, uh, and Alonso is actually hitting for average this year. So I mean, this guy, and God willing, he could be the first ever Met MVP if he keeps this up. So hopefully, yeah. hopefully, he can stay healthy. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely keep an eye on for you know the how the Mets are doing so far. Uh, you know they won uh what they won the series against the Brewers recently. They they um they had a five and five record um on the the West Coast trip, which is usually the nail in the coffin for many teams, especially the Eastern the East the East Coast teams when they come over there with all those tough teams the the Dodgers, the Padres, um, Giants, Angels, you know, even though Angels haven't been playing. Angels did start off well earlier this year. They had, like, what, a 10-game winning streak, and then they had, like, a 13-game losing winning streak, losing yeah. streak, which they snapped against, um, well, I'm trying to remember what the team, which team it was. So White Sox? I can't even remember. Yeah, and they, they had their losing streak snap just before they faced the Mets. The game just before they faced the Mets, they had their, their losing streak snap. Um, but, yeah, man, hopefully the, the Mets can keep keep this going, man, because uh, the Mets, we talk about the Knicks drought, the 50-year championship drought. But, yeah, the Knicks, the, the Mets, man, they have, a, what, a 30, 35-year drought? Close to mm-hmm. close to um, oh man, you know it's actually forty what forty thirty six I thirty six, because um yeah they, they're the eighty six teams anniversary is coming up in what four years so, um, yeah they gotta hopefully this will they'll 
today, this year is a magical year. And uh, speaking of an, another team in New York, you might be familiar with who's on a magical run themselves is, of course, the typical Bronx Bombers, the New York Yankees. Uh, they won yet again, eight straight in a row, scored eight in the fifth. I mean, both of these teams are, are like, are like, they're on a barrage scoring wise, and they 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 defeated the Blue Jays. Uh, yeah, what's your thoughts on the Yankees? I mean, what more can you say about this team that hasn't been said? This this team is unreal. I mean, I'm watching the game. It's like two one Yankees, and I tell, I go to the kitchen, you know, just for about fifteen minutes. <laughs> I come back. They're up by like ten, ten, ten one. I'm like, what? What happened? In the fifteen minutes, I was in the kitchen. Wow! And they scored the eight eight runs in that fifth inning to blow open the game, led by a grand slam Rizzo. Um, by Rizzo. Uh, I mean, these guys—they've been—they've been killing it, man. They scored the ten runs in eleven games. Uh, well, ten runs eleven times, I think. I should say this season—that's the most in major league. Baseball, of course, they lead the Major League Baseball in runs scored and home runs. But, I mean, it's been the pitching. The pitching every night, it seems like there's another guy, you know, throwing gems and holding these teams under two runs or less. I mean, you got Tejon. James Tejon is having the best year of his career, 7-1 and under three ERA. Cortez is having a Cy Young season. Oh, yeah. Um, Cole is starting to look like an ace again. Mm-hmm. Severino, uh, he was scratched his last start, but he's uh, he looks back at the form. You know, he's pitching like he could be a, an ace. I mean, yeah, this this team, they're on pace to win 120 games. If they mm-hmm. were to lose, so right now the Yankees, they're over 32 games over 500. Mm-hmm. If they were to just finish the season 500, they would still finish the season over 30 games or 500. So, I mean, these guys, it's unreal. I mean, mm-hmm. I, it's, I can't even believe it. I've been watching the Yankees for years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, but they're playing real well right now. It's like, you know, they have a 10-game lead in the AL East. That's the biggest lead in any division. I mean, they're just leaving these teams behind right now. And uh, let's just hope they didn't peak too early. Let's just hope this continues uh, for the rest of the season. Yeah, man, they're, they're definitely living up to the Bronx Bomber moniker. Uh, Joey Gallo hit his ninth home run, which was a two-run shot, which was uh, so far the Yankees' 105th home run already this year. You know, uh, Judge is leading the league with, what, 20, 23 home runs at least? 20, like, 25. Yeah. I mean, unbelievable, and this is his walk year so far. But you know, we know we all know he, Yankees are gonna do the right thing, you know, like a Spike Lee film, and uh, <laughs> give, him, give this man the money. Well, yeah, if he uh, if he ends up hitting fifty, sixty home runs, mm-hmm. wins the MVP, he might have to. They got to. They 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 have no choice but to. Yeah. Well, the Yankees are playing real well right now. I mean, it's couldn't couldn't ask for anything more. I mean, what else can you say? You know, I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, and your boy Tyone is is gonna pitch tomorrow. Yeah, Tyone, he's he's been great. 
Everything has been great. I mean, the whole pitching pitching has been great this year. But uh, again, I just hope they they haven't they didn't peak too early. I just hope this continues for the rest of the season. Yeah, I I think that you know to me this this is I mean you know I'm used to the Yankees doing great like this, but yeah they they are taking it to a whole new level. I mean this to me this is normal normal for for me seeing the Yankees do do this well, but yeah they they have surprisingly took into took it to another level. So yeah, so we'll we'll, we'll see. This is like what at least the second eight game winning streak that they've had so far this year. Yeah, and counting. Well. Yeah. So, yeah, man. You know, we'll definitely keep an eye out, also for for the Yankees. You know, it won't be you won't be hard uh, to to find out how well they're doing. So. Yeah, and uh, you know those trades trade off. You know, trading to mm-hmm. sign to let uh, Gary Sanchez sign to trade him. Uh, again, Trevino. I mean, Trevino has been an asset to this team. Guy is uh, one of the best defensive catchers in in baseball right now, and he's been clutch for us at times. So I think that was a good move in trading Sanchez, who was kind of slacking at times mm-hmm. and not hitting in the clutch. I mean, you got Trevino, who's been a, a key asset to this team, and, as far, and also as far as pitch calling, you know. So mm-hmm. I think uh, this guy just deserves an all-star nod once, you know, the all-star game comes around. And kind of left has been playing well defensively for you boys, too. Yeah, yeah. Our defense, yeah. I mean, uh, Cashman, you know, he, he a lot of people were doubting him, but he improved the defense a lot, and he got guys who could uh, hit in the clutch. So props to Cashman. So you're, saying, so you're saying when it comes to, you know, the moves he made, Cashman has been money. Yeah. Cashman mm-hmm. has been money. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. But um yeah, let's um yeah, let's shift gears. Um man, uh WWE man, a lot of drama going on. You know, Sasha Banks got released after all, you know, her and Naomi walking out. Vince McMahon he stepped down as CEO, um, you know, because of the alleged, um, you know, affair he had with an employee that he, you know, paid her off allegedly. And Stephanie, who just recently left the company, is now stepping in as the interim CEO. Like, I mean, this is, these stuff are like, these stuff sound like stuff that that could happen in the attitude era, not like real crazy drama that's going on. Now, what's your what's your thoughts on what's going on? Right now, it's a soap opera. Right now in WWE, um, I mean, uh, I'm not really surprised by the Vince McMahon stuff because there was always rumors that he, you know, was fooling around with female employees or female. WWE Divas back in the day, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, uh, you know, this new report with him and John Laurinaitis, you know, using this female employee like a toy, passing her around, and uh, this man engaging in uh, sexual relations with her, which he says it was consensual, um, but 
Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it, it's it, it's some shocking stuff, you know, very shocking. And now he stepped down as CEO and chairman of the company, although he will still have creative responsibilities in the company still. Um, but uh, the board, uh, I guess, you know, pressure from the board, and uh, he had to step down. So right now Stephanie will be the interim CEO and chairman, and um, I think she might be – she she might hold on to that position going forward, you know. Yeah. I think it was time for Vincent Matt to step down anyway. And he's getting yeah, up right. there. He doesn't look he doesn't look healthy, you know. Well, not healthy, but he doesn't look he looks ill. You know, there's definitely something going on there that the the McMahon family is not disclosing. That then I just think uh, we need someone else in charge of the company right now that could take this company to to another level. Yeah, man, it's just a crazy situation. Like, yeah, like you said, it's not surprising. Like, even at, uh, yeah, in the Attitude Era, he, you know, he's been, his character has been flirting, you know, having, you know, adultery and infidelity with multiple, you know, different people, including, uh, you know, Sable, that storyline he had with uh, with Sable, yeah. uh, Trish Stratish. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's nothing really sur- uh, surprising. You know, I'm yeah. surprised John Laurinaitis is in it, but I mean, like, it's just, it's just a crazy, crazy story. I mean, yeah. a crazy allegation, which uh, unfortunately looks like it. I mean, that's it. You know, it looks like it really happened, but yeah, it's just a messed up situation. As far as Sasha Banks is concerned, I mean, after the stunt that her and Naomi pulled. Yeah, I mean, I didn't think WWE was gonna. Uh, I thought, I mean, this was, this was uh this was kind of expected that WWE was gonna punish her in some way, and they decided to release her. I mean, I, I think she'll find another job, maybe in AEW, but you know, what her and Naomi did were not professional. So. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't blame them for you know wanting to, you know to uh, be accepted more and have better matches, demanding more better matches in the company. But the way they did it by just leaving when you're supposed to be performing that night—that's not professional. Imagine going to work and you just say, you know, forget forget about this. If you get you guys aren't giving me the opportunity, you know, you're not giving me the salary i'm just walking out and not doing my job which most people do 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 but it's still not professional to do so all right i mean who knows i mean i mean i agree with you it's not professional for them to walk out but maybe they just was fed up by you know broken promises i don't know because it does seem like something they both wouldn't have done normally done i mean especially naomi you know, uh, but yeah, it's a mess of situation. Now Sasha Banks' career with WWE. And this is not the first time done. Sasha Banks has vented against the company, by the way. Well, yeah, you there know, was so, a time uh, she was thinking about leaving. Uh, she wanted, I think she wanted, she she wanted to leave, but they, they um, they kept her on the contract, and I think she went she went to uh, Japan. I think, and then that that reinvigorated her her love for the business. But um, 
yeah. I'm guessing maybe stuff she's seen and burnout is a is a factor to what she did. I mean, it's yeah, like you uh, said, it's unprofessional to do that. But um, yeah. Can you say, man? This is just another crazy thing that happened in the world of WWE and professional wrestling. Or wrestling, and then Jeff Hardy, you know, got caught with another DUI. Yeah, this guy needs here so. And uh, AEW has suspended him. Yeah, it's crazy. It's messed up. So probably most they they might end up releasing him, and I don't know how many chances you're gonna give Jeff Hardy. I mean, this guy. Yeah, this. And you know, WWE offered him help, and he rejected it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I feel like uh, this. You know, Jeff Hardy's gonna become a tragedy. If he doesn't get help, I hope not. But unfortunately, it looks like it's it's um, heading that direction. Yeah, I thought him leaving A leaving WWE and going to AEW, being reunited with Jeff, I mean with Matt, you know, might have you know would have uh, reinvigorated his career and you know maybe make him mature a bit, but he's still doing the same things. Apparently. There's a video that was uh, leaked, well, I think hours before he got into the car accident, he said whiskey is his best friend and his worst enemy. Oh, my God. And it definitely it definitely rang true that, you know, the whiskey is his, his worst enemy because, yeah, man, it just messed up his reputation. He was on the road to recovery. Yep. And now this happened. I... I, I I think this. I think this is the la- the end of his career. To be honest with you, could he get Could've one more chance? Maybe, uh, but yeah, man, it's just uh, too much. Too much to you know put your trust and faith in him. You know when he can't. You know, unfortunately, um, you know, cure himself of the, the you know this demon of of addiction that he keeps you know, submitting to all the time. You know, it's messed up. Hopefully he can hopefully he can get it right. Because uh, like you said, if he doesn't unfortunately um it could end in tragedy. But um yeah on 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 SmackDown uh that was a little, great match. Between Riddle and Roman Reigns. Yeah, I heard. Uh, yeah, Riddle. Uh, you know, obviously lost, and um, you know Roman Reigns retains, and Brock Lesnar uh, popped up, took took the whole um, bloodline to Suplex City, and uh, now it officially sets up SummerSlam, where you know these these two. WWE Hall of Famers will be battling it out with each other yet again. Yeah, that was uh, surprising to see Brock Lesnar come out there. And, uh, well, yes, looking like, you know, we might possibly have a SummerSlam match between the two, maybe. No, yeah, uh, I think I read somewhere it's official. Count how many times these boys fought each other. This could be the 185th time they face each other, for all I know. Yeah, 
I mean, come on, find some other opponent. Couldn't they, couldn't they say this for at least WrestleMania at the, the latest? Yeah. I don't know, man. Like, sheesh. Like, how many times are you going to fight each other? I know. And we know we knew Riddle was a, um, a placeholder. Ain't nobody losing the title. And, and this is my this this is my problem with you know finding the title all these titles, the the the, the WWE uh, you know WWE Universal and the tag team titles, like these titles are not going anywhere anytime soon. Like you can't you can't even deceive yourself into thinking that these titles are gonna drop. Mm-hmm. So you know, and then these guys are hardly there. Like Roman Reigns is hardly there. Brock Lesnar is is hardly here. You know, I mean Brock Lesnar is, is, is has been showing up a lot more. Recently, than he, I mean, more than he has since his, um, you know, um, thing days. You know, in his to start his career from like '02 to '04, he's been popping up a lot more. You know, since he's a baby face. But yeah, man. I mean, these titles are are not going. These titles are not going anywhere. There's not gonna be no title change anytime soon. And now he now Roman Reigns has both titles. You know, so. You're gonna need a Hall of Fame guy or or future Hall of Fame guy to 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 knock knock the title off him. And I think that the earliest is gonna be WrestleMania. Yeah, it's it's poss it's possible. It's definitely possible right now. I mean, with Brock Lesnar, I mean, it is very possible it could happen in SummerSlam, but I don't think they're gonna take the title off him. Yeah. But who knows? Um. What else uh, was I going to mention? Yeah, I don't know if you heard, but, uh, you know, rest in peace, uh, Dave Dave Hebner. Earl Hebner's twin brother, he passed away. Oh, wow. My condolences. Yeah. My condolences go out to his um, his family as well. Um, Yeah. Um. Oh, uh, AEW. Um, Sammy Guevara. He he uh he joined uh the Jericho Society. Um, faction. So he rejoined his former inner circle. Um, uh, stablemates in Jericho, Jake Hager. I guess that's the, I guess that's about it. Yeah, those are the two members that he used to be in the inner circle with. So he joins his girlfriend, Ty Conti joins. I think Lance Archer, Lance Archer also joined. Um, but yeah, what what else happened? Uh, AEW. Yeah, I think um, Christian turned heel too. Because he used to be part of the 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 um, Jurassic Express, but it looks like he turned on Jungle Boy and um and um yeah man let me see um yeah because uh, Jericho uh he he defeated Ortiz in um hair versus hair match. Uh, thanks to Sammy Guevara interfering, you know, wearing a mask, luchador. Um, Warlord defeated the plaintiffs. 
Will Ospreay defeated Dax Harwood. Miro, uh, who who returned um, last week, he defeated Ethan Page um, to qualify for the four-man match that will crown the new uh, All-Atlantic champion um, at Forbidden Door. That's a new title. Tony Storm defeats Brit Breaker. And Young Bucks defeat uh, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. They become the new AEW tag team thanks to, uh, you know, Christian turning on them. Um, what was I going to say? And um, so then what was I going to say? So then, yeah. Um So I guess I mean that's really basically it really. Um trying to think if there's anything else I forgot to mention. Yeah, I think that's about, I say that's about it. Um uh Mac, anything you'd like to say before, you know, we we head out of here? Uh ch- check out your local listings for Friday night Mac coming up soon. And come back here, check out Sports Urban Legend every Saturday at 10, only on Blog Talk Radio. Actually, Saturday at 11. Saturday at 11. On Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> You're the man. Uh, you check out his show, iMac. Check your local listings uh, Saturday at 10. And uh, check out my YouTube channel, Sports Urban Legend TV. And of course, check out Sports Urban Legend every Saturday at 11 on Block Talk Radio and um, you know look forward to hearing you know you guys to check out the next episode so he's Macaulay Matthew I'm William Rimmel and I'll see you guys next time peace
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.